Hello and welcome to the Sports Grad Podcast. My name is Ruben Williams and with me, as always, is the journeyman, Ryan Walker. How are you, my friend? I'm going very well, Rubes. Better for seeing you, uh, journeyman. What a fantastic word. It's better, better used for like guys who go to like 50 clubs, you know, in, in <laughs> soccer and footy and all kinds of things. But no, it's great to see you. How are you going? I'm excellent. It's always a pleasure doing these podcasts with you. And it's always a pleasure when we get to mention our friends at Deakin University, my old fraternity, uh, the factory, as we've called a number mm. of times, but, and for good reason, because every single course at Deakin University is backed by industry experts, such as some of our friends in the podcast, Dr. Dom, Adam Karg, uh, previously, uh, Jonathan Robertson, some great folk there. So you can be confident you'll get the job you want with a degree employers want. Deakin University, progressive real-world learning. Now, the other thing we love about this podcast, Ryan, is uh, our friends, are our friends at Sports Where I Am. Mm. Uh, This summer is going to be an absolute ripping summer. Things are starting to open up. It's time to start looking to put a few events in the calendar and give yourself something to look forward to. Uh, In Australia, there is plenty lined up with cricket, uh, horse racing, Golf as well. Tennis. Uh, so hit tennis. Tennis is a ripper. Always good. Head to sportswhereiam.com and find all your favorite sports. Plus, if you use the code sportsgrad, you get 5% off your tickets. Finally, if you want to learn more about us, who we are, our background, where we've been, what we've done, if you want to ask us any questions, if you want to tell us anything about the show as well, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on LinkedIn and there is a show. there's a link in our show notes to do so now ryan bumper episode i mentioned you are the journeyman because you have done this a number of times so what are we talking about today the journeyman i love that um i think i've had what is it i think it was four titles wasn't it at ca yeah at least i think very interesting (laughs) um cool so today we're going to chat about how to change jobs internally uh which is a a really interesting thing. I guess it's a much easier way to change jobs other than leave an organization. So I think it's it's a great thing to sort of think about before you go and jump ship somewhere else. Um, but it obviously has some really solid benefits um, for anyone who's looking for a change. Um, and people can want to change jobs for a whole bunch of reasons, simply just to change what they do. Uh, they might be searching for something that can progress their career right I say career career development <laughs> uh, career progression or just a new challenge um, so firstly if you see a role internally wh- wherever you're working wherever it is um, y- one thing you've got to take into account is that you you're applying for an internal role so the employer is naturally uh, much more likely to, to get you in the role because you're already at the organization you've proven your capability and you've shown an interest. So it also costs less for the organization to bring you on board than to get someone completely new because mm. it takes a long time to onboard someone roots. Mm. Uh, you can't there's just step nothing, in. There's nothing an organization likes more than saving time and money. Exactly. So think about that from the get-go. Um, it's a lot easier to look internally than it is to look externally. 
So the key to this and, and changing a role internally is communication. So first of all, you need to ensure the people around you, such as your manager first and foremost, understand what your ambition is and the interest in the area that you're looking to get into. Um, and it's essentially you provide them the reasoning as to why you want to go for that role. Basically, for that conversation, you need to be absolutely prepared. That's the first thing. Um, it's essential that your manager is supportive of the move that you're making as much as possible. It's also key to show to them how the transition can happen naturally and seamlessly. Have the scenario almost prepared so that you know, you know exactly how uh, you'll get all your work done, all the handover done, so that essentially you're basically selling it to your manager. Please support me in this. It will be good for me. That is a set, that is what you are saying, you ne- and you need them on board. So basically, when I was in my role at CA, I was originally in community cricket, and then I wanted to shift into the commercial team. Um, and it was a common opportunity. So first thing I did was speak to my manager at the time with who I had an absolutely awesome relationship with. Um, and I must say it was probably the most nervous conversation I've ever had because it wasn't me nervous to chat to Scotty, but it was about not almost like letting him down and leaving when there was nothing wrong because I loved my job at the time. It was just I wanted to well chat. Yeah, I wanted to just explore something new. This is the end of my tutelage under Scott. It was very sad. So it was a very hard conversation. But and to be honest, I hadn't actually prepared much at all because it all was happening really, really quickly. But the main thing that I focused on in that conversation was, you know, why and sort of how it can help. And the fact that I was genuinely really curious about commercial um, and I was really keen to pursue what that could look like helped me along the way and that helped me convince Scotty that it's a it's a good move to make. Um, often like when, when you're having that conversation, it doesn't need to be the most spelt out thing in your life. It doesn't need to, you know, um, it doesn't need to have all the things attached to it. It just needs to be why you want to do it and why you're looking into another role. Um, but I think the key in it is the passion and the why. So once you've spoken to your manager, remember that's the number one point in this because you, you, just a little tip for everyone, don't go and explore the role before you're talking to your manager. That's just a bit of a no-no. So just a, yeah. a trick for young players. Um <laughs> Once you've spoken to your manager, you want to go and speak to your hiring manager. And the bonus in that is because they already work at the organization that you're at. It's not like you're going to get in touch with someone on LinkedIn who perhaps is the hiring manager in another organization. You could well know this person already. So I got a coffee with our good friend of the show, Lena Starapoli, who we love dearly, uh, absolute legend of the podcast. Episode- 38, I might take a stab at. Ooh, uh, it's in the 30s, I remember. Um, mm. But she's a superstar. So basically, I got a coffee with Lena and I really just nutted out exactly what the role was and it went from there. So, you know, I got to understand exactly the day-to-day, what are the challenges I'll face, what's the best thing about it. And then from there, I was like, okay, great, this is for me. So I've ticked two boxes there. Uh, you get your your manager's approval, and you speak to the person hiring and it can go from there. 
So let's assume for argument's sake that you managed to get the role. There's three things that you should be ba- you should be focusing on from that point forward. Number one, don't allow yourself to check out of your role. So there's always going to be a lead in time for when you finish your role to when you start the new one. <clears throat> in my case, I had a month, so I had four weeks. Um, but you can't allow yourself to check out for that four weeks. And the key reason is because you need to maintain your reputation inside your organization. In, in other instances where you're leaving the organization and going to a new one, obviously you don't want to check out and you don't want to leave that legacy. Yeah. But that, That's a situation when you can really check out. That's where you stuff them up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't want to. No, don't do that. I wasn't being serious. But if you drop the ball one day, it'd probably be fine. But just saying, you still work at the organization. World. Small, small world sport. Don't ever exactly. drop the ball. So leave uh, a great legacy. Um, number two, reach out to your new teammates. Uh, again, they're well within arm's reach. So contact them directly. Say like, hey, like I'm joining your team. Would love to get a, would love to catch up. Right now, it'd be over a laptop, but if you were in real life and the world is normal, go grab a coffee with them, understand more about what they do day to day. And number three is ask for for some drip-fed content to be sent through to you to read outside of work. So one thing I did is read up on all things partnerships at Cricket Australia for some bedtime reading, uh, and it's good just to get some background uh, info. So what to take from this? So I think, you know, what I've sort of explained there is how to basically make that shift, how to shift across, but also what to do when you get it. But I think the main things here is list out three reasons as to why you want to shift across to a new job. So have those lined up so that when you have this conversation with your manager, you can sell it the best way possible. The other three things to list out is how, what, what the shift will do to benefit your career progression. Because at the end of the day, they're not shifting you over because it's easier for them. They're shifting you to a new role because it's what you're passionate about and it's how you're going to basically develop your career further. So they're the two things that you need to sell to your manager on. Sounds like a perfect conversation that a, uh, a page of the networker could enhance. Yeah, it rings a bell, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> it's an absolutely perfect conversation for the networker, Reuben. It is mm. quite literally what the networker is built for, preparing mm. for this type of conversation because it's naturally, mm. it's not just going to be a, hey, Reuben, I want to leave the team and go to another role. I hope that's okay. That's not oh, what the why? conversation is going to go like. No, please don't. You have to, yeah, you, you <laughs> wouldn't accept that anyway. Uh, <laughs> You need to be prepared as much as you can. So mm. that's what we've presented there. And, you know, when these opportunities arise, it's very doubtful that they're going to say no if you sell it correctly. Yeah, if if you're prepared. So that one half an hour meeting can make a world of difference to your career. Yeah. As you found out, Ryan. Absolutely. Um, if I hadn't have done that, I, I wouldn't wouldn't be here. Well, mm. I would be here, but I wouldn't be doing what I'm currently doing. <laughs> we might not be doing this podcast either. I, I really, mean, highly likely. Because we could sit next to each other. Highly likely. 
Mm. Yep, sliding doors moments. We've spoken a lot about that in the last few days. Have anyway. That's uh, so. That's how to change jobs internally. Brilliant. Love it. Love the intent. Love the, the honesty. Love the uh, reassurance that you're not going to get held back. Um, and great to see you've done it so effectively within Cricket Australia. If you uh, if you want to grab a copy of the Networker, head to our website www.sportsgrad.com.au forward slash Networker. You can grab the sheet of paper that Ryan uses to prepare for every commercial partnerships meeting, as well as every networking meeting, as well as every career transition meeting he has. Um, if you want to learn more about us, head to LinkedIn. You can find us on there. That's all for today. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.